Hey friends, can't wait till Wednesdays to get your Modern Mamas fixed. Join us on Patreon. You can choose your tier and when you subscribe, you'll get bonus content, early access to retreat, first peeks at new swag, plus shout outs and even real time monthly virtual hangs with us. Visit patreon.com forward slash modern mamas podcast to check it out and support the podcast. It truly means the world to us. We are so grateful for you and for this community. I love mama. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Modern Mamas podcast. We are two modern mamas here to inspire empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, open minds, and joy, no matter your journey or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder and Indy Bow. I love outdoor adventure, good food, especially sourdough, and mindful movement. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I'm a level one CrossFit trainer, athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology, Enneagram coach, and mama to Bear and Camille. I'm passionate about helping people become the best versions of themselves. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Good morning and welcome to, this will be our first, yes, New Year's yeah. first podcast of 2023. Welcome That's, friends. I got, I got the body chills. I know. It's crazy. Exciting. And we've been doing this since, oh gosh, why are, June, why are the years? June, 2017. And June I know that always because th- our first episode aired three days before Evie was born. Amazing. So I think, I think I can always remember that. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's the same because Cammy was only, she was born in 2016, July, 2016. So she was almost one. Yeah. But so we had, we had started recording before you even had Evie too. So I think she was yeah. like eight months or so. We had definitely had like, we, we recorded a number before we yes. launched the first one. So we could kind of have that buffer. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I mean, gosh, 2017 to 2023 this is it's getting wild. a little <laughs> yeah. it's getting a little wild just continue to talk about it every time I tell someone that I do a podcast and I'm like yeah we've been doing it it's for you know almost is it so it'll be six years right six years in June yeah, six years in June we've been doing it for six yeah. years everyone is floored and I'm I floored <laughs> I, I went on Liz Wolf's podcast like uh, I recorded I think last month I don't know Times of Vortex and she, you know we were talking about the podcast and and like we're about to pass balance bites for length duration whoa yeah whoa which is insane that is that kind of puts it into perspective uh-huh. a little bit because that was like the one I think we all started with or totally. a lot of us started with the original I- like the original balance, but yeah, yeah. Like the, the, the female podcasters mm-hmm. talking health, you know, mm-hmm. and it's funny how our podcast has morphed so much mm-hmm. because in the beginning we were doing like kind of like educational informative episodes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's shifted a lot to just kind of be like real talk, real life. And I, and that's largely because of the audience who's mm-hmm. been vocal about what they want. And I, I love it. Also, I think it's a little bit of what we, what we want. Yeah. And I think we've morphed right since then. <laughs> totally. I remember I was just thinking, I remember I was working for a Rusty full time and doing the podcast and I was working for CrossFit full time. Yeah. We were both working full time elsewhere. And like, this was our side passion project. And mm-hmm. I remember like working on back then we would do like very info heavy podcast yeah. like nutrition podcast and working on outlines and like you know it, it was just I mean I still do outlines for guests for myself but like it's nothing like it was back then where we were like really you know diving deep and I think those episodes are so valuable still but I'm just I'm I'm grateful that we've kind of evolved in yeah. how we, we do the this. expertise to the experts yes. not that we I mean we have yeah. expertise of mm-hmm. course but it's like we I love that the podcast is morphed into like you know, 70% just real talk, raw mm-hmm, life, mm-hmm. motherhood feels, mm-hmm. and then 30%, you know, experts coming on and talking about all the, the expertise. I want to be, I, I was thinking about, it, I was like, I don't necessarily want to be the expert to our listeners. I want to be like the mom friend who mm-hmm. like, you know, we're just chatting about life and like what we've done and what's worked for us and what hasn't worked for us. You know, just like any mom on the playground that you, you would totally. meet or wherever, mom in the coffee shop. And the podcast is such a good icebreaker for moms on the playground. I've mm-hmm. noticed like, you know, it kind of comes up like, what do you do? I'm like, Oh, you know, I have this podcast. And then it's like, 
I feel like there's an immediate, just like, as soon as I say the name modern mm-hmm. mama's podcast, it's like a, Oh, okay. So we can, we can talk motherhood, yeah. like, you yeah. know, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. I'm very, very grateful for the podcast and just continues to be important to me. So I guess we'll just keep it keep, up for as long keep as on keeping on <laughs> as long as that remains true. Yeah. Which is so cool. Yeah. Well, we're coming off fresh off. Well, first of all, rounding out the new year with two new family members in our Patreon community. Oh, I like that. I like family members. It, it, it feels like that. It feels like, I mean, it feels like such an incredible space to share all yeah. the things. So do you want to go ahead and share those two yes. peeps? I, we have Justine Cregan. Hi, Justine. Welcome. Hello. And then we also have Liesl. I love the name Liesl. Oh, hi, Liesl. Liesl Ganch. We connect multiple and for multiple, in multiple avenues. That's yeah. amazing. Great to have you, Lisa. Thanks for joining. This yes. is going to be—it's going to be a good year, and I'm sure we'll dive into that a little mm-hmm. bit more in depth today as we dive into the podcast. But what a fun way to kick off a new year with two new two new family members. You that's know, fun to, that's it's fun been to think about. growing. Like mm-hmm. the, I know you've been sharing a lot. I have done a terrible job of sharing, but I I know you've been sharing a lot, and I think people. I don't know. I think there was some gifting, yeah, which is still always an option. The holidays might be passed, but there's new mamas having babies. There's birthdays. Yeah. There's all kinds of things throughout the year. So yeah. Patreon membership is always a great gift. Yes. If you have questions about that, let us know. But we're here to help. Yeah. I, it makes me excited because it feels like maybe people in 2023 are really looking to get back to like that community mm-hmm. aspect of just doing life. And so we're excited because we have our... Work retreat in February, beginning of February. <laughs> now <and> February. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be here before we know it, I'm no. sure. And we're just, we've got big plans for yeah. for that space. And so it's going to be amazing. We'll, we'll, I'm really excited about that trip, by the way. So too. if you've been listening, you know that maybe it this started as like a regular retreat, turned into a work retreat in January. And then <laughs> there's some life shuffles on my end because that feels like the norm right now with so many life shuffles and so much shifts and changes. Resting on a seminar across the seminar the weekend we were supposed to have it. And so we, and then the week, the first full weekend in February with that, like, yeah, the first weekend of February, he's actually flying down to California for beta of the, like the level three. So it was work for CrossFit. So it just worked out that we could all fly down together. I would have help with the girls could actually like sit down and focus without a wild one month old. Gosh, she'll be 13 months by then. Well, I mean, one, one year month. old, <laughs> 13 month old. And so I'm looking forward to that. And we're just going to like turn into a, a family trip mixing and it works out well that Rusty's stuff is Monday, Tuesday. My stuff is Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And so we'll be able to tag team parenthood and, and do the work that we love. So yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad it all worked out. It seems like an easy fix and totally, you know, save some money on our airfare. Hopefully I'm like Southwest and I don't know if anyone else is following. There's apparently like giant, southwest debacle right now but fingers crossed it's i mean it's it's in like a month so i have yeah, expectations. Well, even more reason be, to push yes. back a little bit plus <laughs> yeah. i don't know i love the idea right now of january of just like really hunkering down mm-hmm. we took a trip the past two days we went out to the coast and it was fun but i think all of us as a family were just kind of like okay you know this is this has been really nice but I think we, we were all like so happy to come home myself mm-hmm. included mm-hmm. this like Enneagram seven and I just feel like we want <laughs> January to just like be home and stay home and not have a freaking plan in the world. And I'm super excited. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, why don't you tell us about like what's been going on the last week? So we, we recorded before Christmas, right? Yeah. We recorded the week before Christmas. And I feel like, I mean, the past two episodes have been very like Christmas holiday. Mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. basically said everything we were going to do Mm -hmm. and nothing really changed from that. I mean, it was, it was lovely. Like everything I could have hoped for very mellow, just our family. We got out to, uh, we got our tradition of like our snowy hike at the lake on, on Christmas Eve. And then, you know, Christmas day, we had plans to go sledding after like an incredible solstice of like beautiful snow and sledding and all the things, you know, it started to, it, it rained like Christmas Eve afternoon into the evening, like all overnight. <clears throat> and the temperatures jumped a little bit. And so even like, even the mountain where we would have gone sledding was slush. And we're like, why, you know, it, let's, let's audible here. Why force sledding? Because mm-hmm. it's a quote unquote tradition. If it's not going to be that fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So instead we just went to our, our local beach. So it's like a five, six minute drive from our house. And the magic of it is that there's this, it's a hook. So it's like this giant hook that goes out 
you know, we, we live on a peninsula and then there's this hook that goes out. It's a straight, wait, is that what it's called? A straight? Yes. No, it's no? a spit. It's a spit. Okay. That goes out into the strait. The strait is the body of water. So anyways, it, it loops way out. So basically when you're at the tip of this giant hook spit, you're looking back at our town over the water. And so we go and look, the, you know, the plans like look for shells. The sun is coming out over the mountains. And so as we look back, I, I, my whole body had goosebumps because, you know, we have, I've just shared on this podcast, we've just made this final, like really big decision to stay like, this is home. We're not going anywhere. Right. And we now it's, everything's like official. We've talked to Rusty's mom. All parties are feeling content with the decision. Like it just feels so deeply right. And so then I, we drive out, it's Christmas day, you know, we've done presents and cinnamon rolls and all the things. And I'm looking over the water and you look over the water, you see like our, you know, our beach basically right downtown, like front street and then the downtown area. And then past that, like, you know, if we, we live like six blocks up from downtown. So we're looking at our freaking neighborhood basically. And then the backdrop is just like straight up, you know, into the Olympic national park, into the mountains covered. The tips are like, it's all covered with snow. The clouds are like nestled in the trees, you know, and then it's like the sun's coming up over. And I, I started crying because I was just like, my whole body, I felt this like deep contentment that I haven't felt. I mean, since like we were living in Santa Cruz and Evie was born, but even then we were in a small condo and it wasn't, we knew that it wasn't like it, I didn't, it wasn't super content living in a condo and like sharing walls, you know, where now it's like, okay, we're going to probably sign another two year lease. We have this home that we absolutely love that I want to try and manifest buying. We love our neighborhood and we're here and we're committed. And I picture raising our girls here, you know, and it just like that, that was like the greatest gift I could have gotten on Christmas. It was just pure magic. And we, and we collected sea glass and shells and it was like all before nap time. We met this old guy who is a veteran, I think for National Guard. And he like comes, he's got this satchel, this bag, and he pulls, he's pulling out photos and telling us this incredible story of how he was out, out like miles and miles and miles, like the middle of the ocean and an owl, this big snowy, like white owl comes and lands on the ship and it was clearly exhausted and they like nursed it back to health and it like became his buddy and would like sit on his shoulder <laughs> and he's like sharing all these photos with us of him like as a young guy on his boat it was so and then he pulls out of his satchel this like printed cornbread recipe of like his favorite cornbread ever and so we're gonna make that this week kind of as a nod to to this guy but Williams was his he's you know he just he called himself Williams by his last name or that's what in the story you know so it's just like a really fun time we got home Indy went down I spent I spent time in the kitchen with a glass of dry farm wine making dinner Evie and Rusty painted this really cool like wooden pocket knife she got and then we just sat down for a meal at like two this big glorious meal and then went for a walk in the neighborhood I mean it was just like everything we could have wanted came home ate a giant apple pie watched a Christmas story you know, I love my family so, 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 so much. I don't love FaceTiming. And so I made a point of like, hey, family, let's FaceTime on Christmas Eve Eve. And so we did a full family FaceTime. And then on Christmas Eve, I FaceTime my sister and her husband because it's just like so easy with them. And then on Christmas Day, you know, we got like the family group text that was like, hey, we're jumping on in 15. And I was just at that point, we had just like nestled in. We're watching a movie, eating pie. And I, I kind of just set that boundary. Like, I love you guys. We're, we're hunkering down with the girls. Let's try for like a Indy's birthday, New Year's Day FaceTime. And that felt good too. It was just like one of those days where it was just like everything was very flowy and we just spent time together and ate good food and got outside and it was just everything I could have hoped for. So there's like a quick, I guess, recount of Christmas, you know, some things that we didn't, because you can never share exactly how it's going to go until you're on the other side of it. So before I jump into like what's up and what's next, you want to do, is there anything you want to share about the holiday? Yeah, I, so I think I shared on the last episode that I was, well, and it might have been on Instagram that I was just not struggling, but like, I don't know, it was, I was having a hard time really, because I love, love Christmas. I love the season. I mentioned before, there's so much in our lives, like personally to celebrate aside from Christmas. And so the season is really, really special to me. But I was struggling even up until, gosh, I don't even know, like probably that Tuesday, the week that so the kids were off that week, that week, and just kind of struggling. And it it was like a, a, a flip got switched probably around like Wednesday, Thursday, as I started, it really centered around the food that kind of like started to get me into the spirit, which is fitting. It feels very fitting for me personally, because food is life for 
<laughs> for everyone, but we love talking about it here on the podcast and I love it. And so I had like whipped out my plan and I was like, okay, what do I want to like make? Like what is like, what what are the things that I really, really want to make sure that I make in terms of food? And so we planned our cookies and I wanted to make homemade eggnog and I had like homemade marshmallows on there that didn't end up getting done, but I'll kind of chat about that too. And then I knew I want, we wanted to, to do tamales for Christmas Eve. And then I wanted to make carne gasada, which is kind of like a meat and gravy, like Mexican food style thing that you can like eat alone or wrap in tortillas. And then I knew for Christmas Day, I wanted to do the croissant bake from Half Baked Harvest and bacon. And I wanted to do a ham and potatoes and salad for like Christmas, like lunch and dinner. And so I planned out my whole menu and then we went shopping. And then like, it just like, a switch flipped once I started making cookies. I don't know. It's just like the magic of that whole process. And this year, I've I've mentioned before too that Cami has become really, really, really interested in baking. Well, making food of any kind, but especially baking. And so this this season felt really special because she like literally helped me. I mean, before she air quote helped me. <laughs> And it was quite the process. But like this year, you know, she was able to like take direction and just do things like in a really helpful manner that like made it all the more special, I think, because we were both able to kind of relax into it versus me trying to be like, okay, like don't get eggshells in the like the batter and like, you know, trying to micromanage it all. And so that was really special. We made chocolate chip, like M&M chocolate chip cookies that were like Christmas themed. We made really good sugar cookies. I normally do Fed and Fit's sugar cookies because they're gluten-free, but this year I wanted to try something a little bit different and we did Half-Baked Harvest. Surprise, surprise. It was just like a slice and bake <clears throat> and we made them into ornaments by putting like little mini M&Ms like on the, the front. And then we did my favorite cookies, which are like ginger molasses, like anything like gingery molasses is just a, it's a game over for me. So good, so good. Our, our local, our like favorite restaurant, Alderwood Bistro. He does one that's like a mm. cacao molasses mm. ginger. It's like, and it's like, how do they do it? You maybe just not say like kind of crispy on the outside and then chewy on the oh, inside. Oh, hundred percent. Like it, I, it has like to be. Unmatched. I don't know what it is. It has to be maybe the molasses paired with like yeah, the, like our ours. We had like a crunchy like a, a coarse sugar on the outside. I don't know. I don't know what the magic is, but I love the, like the spice, the kick from the, like yeah. all the spices. Will you share your recipe with me? Because I tried, I just kind of like experimented and did my own and they were good and they were gluten-free. I mean, you probably need gluten. We also, Rusty also made full gluten cookies, chocolate chip that are like the best cookies I've ever had from mm. binging with Babish. Oh, I think no, like, Oh my un, God. Un, yes. Unbelievable. We've done that. We have done that. It is requires some like, work a little bit or did, did he brown the the butter do you remember do you know he gives you a brown he butter browned the butter option. ahead of time butter. yeah yes and he, he browns it ahead of time mm. and then lets it solidify mm-hmm. again i mean mm-hmm. and he did the first batch he did with peppermint chocolate from <sighs> theo and the second batch we did with like we pralined some pecan or some pistachios and he did like some maple syrup oh my candied pistachios. <laughs> There's still some in the freezer. (laughs) So good. We've done that recipe and it is like literally, it's a little bit more work than your average chocolate chip, but it is like next level. It's so good. So good. And we'd use like the local Chimicum Valley Granary, like whole wheat pastry flour, which gave it like another level. And we swap in half, we 50%, we did coconut sugar for half Mm. and we take out the brown sugar. So, but you've got it. Sometimes you have to have gluten and you have to have cane sugar. And that is just... That's just the way it is. It's okay. Yeah, for for some people, it's okay for my body, and it's so worth it. Oh, they're heaven. Anyways, proceed. You you got me like drooling about it. (laughs) I'll talk cookies any day. So yeah, we we made a bunch of cookies, and that was great. And then she helped me. I mean, she helped me with everything else, and it was really special. I don't know. It's like it's like one of the things I think I dreamed of when I like thought about having kids was like this these special moments around like the holidays and making cookies. So it really like kickstarted the the whole like you know, just getting into the the holiday spirit. We listened to Christmas music like nonstop. We did a whole lot of nothing. We what what did we do? We've really done a whole lot of nothing, which is why I feel like the these two weeks are integral for us in terms of like we don't do a lot. And I am feeling very still feel like no pressure whatsoever to just like pick up the pace and like dive right back in. But because we had our little like 
planning meeting yesterday for it was kind of like an end of the year we had to like kind of tie up some loose ends business wise and then we had like a what's our plan for 2023 like Tim and I did I'm feeling really excited to like actually carry out those plans but anyways Christmas was amazing my dad came up for thanks for Christmas Eve and we went to Christmas Eve church service and then Christmas morning we just it was just magical it's it's still I hope it continues to be magical just seeing like the kids faces coming out and you know, opening their presents and us like our Tim's mom and aunt come over in the morning, like early because they want to like watch the kids open their presents. And we put on like Christmas music and we put the little we don't have a, a real fireplace, but we put the like Netflix fireplace on in the background. We have I had eggnog in my coffee. It was like really it was just really great. And we were able to really f- kind of finish out that I feel like it's still going, but like, quote unquote, finished out the holiday season with just some really good memories. And I do want to say like, because I, there's a lot of things that like didn't happen this year in terms of like, quote unquote, traditions. And I think at the, you know, in the process of that, like I was kind of mourning, like it didn't go like I wanted it to go. We didn't get to do like homemade marshmallows, for example. We didn't get to do, I can't even think we were supposed to go like see some light exhibition thing we didn't do that and at the end of the day like on Christmas day I was like I'm so glad we didn't do all that stuff like I'm so glad we didn't shove like everything in and do it even when it didn't feel like I mean there's reasons we didn't do it because the energy wasn't there or the timing wasn't right or we just didn't have the space right like to do some of those things and I just want to say if that was you I have I totally like understand and it's okay maybe you'll pick up those traditions back next year and maybe you won't like maybe the those traditions are ones that are kind of like you know have served their purpose and are not going to come back but I just I now you have to ebb and flow like like with the sledding thing Mm -hmm. forcing traditions at the expense of joy like what what the you know they're supposed to be for the joy Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. so I'm I'm proud of you and you know we had something similar where like Rusty we thought he was going to be working up Mm -hmm. till the Christmas Eve, basically mm-hmm. the day before Christmas Eve, you know, and there were so many things. We felt like the whole season was a blur because it was like nonstop. He's working. I'm balancing everything. So, you know, it, it was crazy, but then he got laid off the week before the week before Christmas. And we, we were able to do like the things we were just able to do things like all be in the kitchen together, mm-hmm. listening to Christmas music and like dancing in the kitchen, like mm-hmm. simple things like that. I feel like sometimes are just so much more important than shoving in all the light shows and the parades mm-hmm. and the, mm-hmm. you know, so I feel, I just want to say that I feel you. And it's like, why force it, you know? And, yeah. and we ended up being so grateful that he did get laid off when he did, because mm-hmm. we had, we feel like we got a full week of like leaning into Christmas without mm-hmm. the hustle, you know, where we were going to be hustling all the way up. Yeah. crazy. Yeah, totally. I feel like, yeah, I mean, echoing that a hundred percent. And it's really interesting. Cause it's like, you know, one of the things we do do every year that just without fail. And I, I truly, our kids have said like, this is my favorite part. This is my favorite part of the holiday season. It costs us literally nothing. <laughs> and we do it every year is on Christmas Eve. We load everyone up into the car and we get like, sometimes we get Christmas cookies or hot chocolates. Sometimes we just grab our blankets and we just drive around the neighborhood and we look at Christmas lights and we kind of just like, ooh, look at that one. Like, ooh, look at that one. And then we, and then we come back and like everyone, everyone kind of gets ready for bed or whatever. But like, that's their favorite part. That is like literally their favorite part. I'm like, okay, nailed it. Like they're going to, this is the thing that they're going to talk about like later when they're older or when they have their own families, they're going to maybe do with their own families. And it just like reinforces again. And also like the Christmas present stuff, like last minute we got, you know, it's like the things that they enjoyed the most were not the things that I thought that they were going to enjoy the most. Like we got bare this, like he originally wanted, he saw some sort of like phone bow and arrow thing, like game. Cause he's very into Zelda, like the game Zelda. And so he wanted like his own like phone. It was like a digital game for bow and arrow. And Tim and I were like, no, this is like, first of all, what, like, I don't want to give him my phone to go, like, gallivant out into in the neighborhood, like, pretend shooting things with an arrow, pretend arrow. And at the last minute, Tim was like, I found this really cool, like, wooden, it's just a bow with these, like, rubber arrows that don't hurt or whatever. It was, like, very affordable, but it was wooden. It was, like, handmade. He's like, do you think we should get him this instead? I was like, yeah, let's get him that. And we got him it, and it's his favorite toy. Like, I mean, 
just of all the things it's like this is the thing he continues to play with over and over and over again and it's just really cool i don't know it just reinforces the fact to me that like the things we think are important like getting the best most awesome gift or whatever or doing all the things are not really (laughs) important and that's a lesson i keep learning from my children yeah (laughs) it's amazing Evie was so thrilled about, uh, I got a, her from bare bones. They have this, like, it's like a kid's like learning it's wooden, but it's still pretty sharp and it's a wooden pocket knife. And her and Rusty spent two hours painting it like beautiful. And, you know, and then she got a stuffed animal and it's this elk that she named Chantrelle. Oh, that switched to Taryn named after some like constellation involving elks. But anyways, she's obsessed. It goes everywhere with her. And I, I think about that. If she had gotten a whole bunch of presents, like, those things might not have been as special. And also like, you know, we opened stockings and she like took the knife out and we opened it and she looked at it and we put it together. And the whole present opening experience was like nice and slow and versus just to like rampage through and rip everything, which that's some people's path. And for some people that's fun and that's tradition. That's fine. But you know, it's just, I agree. We kept things very minimal. And I had, it's funny cause I had a similar thought and I talked to another friend of mine, Kelsey, who had a similar thought as well, like keeping Christmas minimal, I think for some of us, it goes a little bit against like what we know growing up. And, you know, what I've found in our house is I, I've always had a little bit of insecurity about that. Like, should she be getting a bunch more just stuff, even if it's like little things, just so she has more to unwrap, you know? And I just, I'm really just pulling away from that as a general rule. <laughs> it just doesn't, it, the, the minimal approach and like really intentional gifting for our family seems to work really well. So it sounds like you guys are similar and that, that I'm going to have to Get a link to that bow now. That sounds amazing. Oh, it's awesome. He, it also came with like wooden, like wooden play swords as well. And cool. that is like, I mean, it's just, it's incredible. Almost yeah, to the point like, of like, okay, you need to stop like fighting me. <laughs> I'm actually making dinner yeah. right now. <laughs> but it's great. It's been wonderful. And then like this past week, this week that I think everyone kind of feels similarly about, maybe not y'all because y'all have been doing some really intentional things, but we've just been lounging like to our heart's content and we last year we started this tradition i guess you can't really can it be called a tradition if you've only done it one year yeah i think so you can can, you can just have the intention (laughs) of we're going to repeat this because it was awesome yeah well we've been watching we love lord of the rings and our whole family loves it so last year we watched just the lord of the rings movies between this week this week between christmas and new year's and then this year we added in the hobbits and so we've been watching a Lord of the Rings movie every day, which feels so decadent in terms of like just lounge town. lounge town. And a part of me, like the part of me that's like, you need to be doing something. Like I hear it in my head, like this is like too much, but then I'm like, it's not too much. It's not too mm-hmm. much. Like we're here, you know, Tim has the week off from work, which is amazing. And I have light, light work stuff to do here and there. But for the most part, it's like, what else are we going to do? Like, let's hang out. Like, let's, you know, pop popcorn. Let's watch these movies, which are epic. And mm-hmm. that's what we've been doing. So that's kind of that. like up to date currently. Sweet. And yeah, it's been great. It's been really, really good. What is up, y'all? You all, you beauties. Just here to chat about one of our longest running sponsors, Paleo Valley. It's strange because even though they've been with us forever, I still feel like I never run out of things to talk about when it comes to their products. Today, I want to chat about one of their most incredible offerings, the grass-fed organ complex. Raise your hand if you've tried a thousand different ways to incorporate grass-fed liver into your diet because you've heard it's good for you. It cannot just be me. The good news is, yes, organ meats from Happy Cows are excellent sources of full-spectrum nutritional superfoods that support your body in every way. And you don't have to hide liver in your meatloaf anymore with Paleo Valley Organ Complex. Bonus, you don't just get the nutrients from liver. The organ complex includes grass-fed kidney and heart, and they make sure that they preserve these nutrients by gently freeze-drying them to protect all those vital goodies. You're going to find excellent levels of vitamins A, B2, B3, 5, 6, 9, and 12, and not to mention minerals like iron, phosphorus, zinc, copper, and selenium, and other goodies like CoQ10 and important amino acids. The nutrients from these grass-fed superfood supplements have been shown to boost cardiovascular health, connective tissue and joint health, digestive health, blood flow, immunity, thyroid function, fertility, and so much more. This is the supplement I would take if I could only take one. I love it that much. If you want to check out Paleo Valley's grass-fed organ complex and invest in a supplement powerhouse, head over to www.paleovalley.com forward slash modern mamas and use the code modern mamas at checkout for 15% off your order. You will love it. 
I'm excited to hear about your trip and your plans yeah, some intentions. for the I mean, year. I can, yeah. hear, I can hear the little one. Rusty's here, so but I know she is stirring. But I mean, I feel like that was like the bread and butter. Now we get to get into like, you know, our week and then mm-hmm. our intentions for the new year. And then I'm sure we'll have more to share on each on our intentions as they unfold a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, our week's been good. I I, I did a poll on Instagram and I, I think it's about 50-50. Maybe I'm on the smaller end of the spectrum in terms of people who do this, but like, we're like on December 26th, tree comes down. I love to like clean the house and purge and kind of like move on to the next, whatever's next. Like I, for me, it's like, you know, a seven, right. I get excited about, okay, cool. Now it's like, we get to look forward to the new year. I'm, I don't like mourn Christmas. I'm kind of like, that was amazing. Well, what, bring on, bring on the next thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, Indy took a nice long nap. Evie got these like EMF blocking headphones for Christmas. And so we set her up with, with Harry Potter and she listened to an entire Harry Potter. Like oh, she, awesome. She's happy to like lay on her bed and like she was coloring something she got for Christmas and like listens to an entire Harry Potter. Both girls were kind of fighting off like a Christmas cold. Mm-hmm. So she was like so grateful just to have a super down day. So she listened to Harry Potter. Rusty and I like took down the tree, cleaned up, rearranged the, the living area, swept. He fixed a chair that needed fixing, like took mm-hmm. out the recycle and the trash. It just, it felt so good. And then we spent the rest of the day just super chilling. He, let's see, what we, we ate a bunch of leftovers. He made more of those cookies and we just like, <laughs> we chilled so hard the rest of the day. We watched, I'm trying to remember because we, I think it was her first. No, we watched, I think a new tradition for us potentially will be Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Evie oh, watched it for the so first time on good. Christmas Eve. Also epic. So epic. I think we did Harry Potter on Christmas or on the 26th. We went for a walk. I mean, it was just like, I went for a walk alone, actually, and that was glorious. Just very, very, very chill day. The, the girls did not get out of their Christmas jammies from Christmas all day long. It was so, it was so great. Like, so played with things, you know, just like super, super mellow. And then the morning of the 27th, we left for Seabrook, which is this really, really sweet little ocean town, beach town on the Washington coast. And we've only ever passed through. So we went camping down on the coast south of Seabrook in May. And we hit the town on our way back up and stopped for a pastry at this bake shop called Vista Bake Shop. And so I was like, I want to go back and actually like spend a night there. And it was lovely. We found a little inn called the Pacific Beach Inn. And I shared a reel and like I've added all these stops to the map on my website as well. But it was lovely. So we got in like late morning and, and the drive down, you're driving through the Olympic National Forest, like along the coast, just absolutely breathtaking. And we packed some of those cookies. And so like Rusty and I stopped at, at a this awesome little coffee shop in or like coffee stand in forks on the way down got coffees and we ate one of those cookies and oh, it was just there's the nothing like, better than coffee and the, uh, and like cookie. a treat yeah i know i told him that i'm like i packed these for this moment you know <laughs> driving through the trees or like behind a logging truck i was like this is so great and then we get there and i will say there were some big feelings i don't necessarily need to share all of it because it's not my story to share but like evie when we got there i think she just she just had some big feelings she hadn't been feeling well for a couple days it was like the you know, Christmas was over. And one thing that I realized, and we, I think Russ and I kind of fucked this up and we learned and we apologized, but like, we're like, okay, perfect. She's content listening to Harry Potter. Let's like, let's like clean this house, you know? Mm-hmm. And we had said we were going to do it, but not specifically like looked her in the eye and said, Hey, we're taking everything down. Mm-hmm. And so she came out from her room and you could tell she was like, kind of like caught off guard. And I think it bummed her out like having mm-hmm. everything just down without her knowing what's going to happen. And so I think she just had some big feelings about the transition from like, okay, Christmas is, it's, it's over. This is the first year where she's like really, you know, I feel like as five and a half, like it's really hit home, like the mm-hmm. magic and the splendor and the cool nature of Christmas. And so I think we kind of messed that up a little bit and we definitely talked through it with her and apologized. But then we went on this trip and she, I think she was just tired and maybe that transition and the, all of it. So anyways, we get to the hotel and like, she was trying to set up a bed for, for, she, for Taryn, the elk. And like, it just wasn't working out how she wanted it. And she like big, big, big feelings. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, let's, okay, let's just drop our stuff and like, go have a drink and get lunch and all the things and explore. So it was good for me to be like, okay, pause, which I'll get to that. That's my word for the year or the, for the season ahead and just like, and just be with her and like, let her feel, try and try and navigate this and like help her problem solve, but then also acknowledge like, it's not really about the bed for the elk, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyways, spent some time in the inn, just like being, and it was, it was raining. And then we kind of worked through that. Everyone took deep breaths <laughs> and then we went out and we ate at this pizza place called Frontagers. Just so good. Like really, really good pizza. Everyone was in much better spirits. Andy was having a blast. And then we cruised around, but it started just dumping. So we like walked around. It's a very small little downtown. We like went to, found a really cozy bookshop with like, it has like a kid's nook with these holes, like Hobbit style holes oh. in the wall. And you can like lay in there and read a book. I just so feel like I want to cry. I don't know why that image just made me want to cry. Sorry. Continue. That <laughs> sounds so special. 
special. <laughs> so we sat and we read and like, I just let Indy crawl around. Takes She's taking some steps now, by the way. Like oh she's up to like word. five steps. I know. She'll be walking probably by the time we get Oh God, Santa she'll Cruz, be walking right? probably by her birthday oh in two days. Oh yeah, she's gosh. she's there. It's pretty wild. And then we're like, okay, what now? And so I was like, well, I could use, I would love like a, a cozy cocktail, you know? And, and, and Evie wanted a treat. So we found a restaurant. We went in there, ordered a cocktail. Indy fell asleep on me because we had a standing table. And so for the next like three hours, we're at the same restaurant, like got a cocktail with Rusty. Evie got a, like a lemonade. We hung out. There was no one in there because it was like a weird, like 2 p.m. And Evie was like dancing in the restaurant. And we, lo and behold, we're there for long enough to like, all right, we might as well just get dinner. So we got some food and then we were like, okay, well, we have these cookies in the car or in the hotel <laughs> and there's a little ice cream shot. So then we walked across the way, got ice cream, just like a big thing of ice cream, like the biggest size they had of their vanilla, which was insane. Took it back to the inn. Princess Bride was on TV. So we oh, turned on Princess also Bride. Also epic. Oh yeah. my God. There was a kitchenette in the inn. So we warmed up the cookies and we ate them with ice cream. And it was Stop like, it. it was awesome. And then Rusty read Harry Potter. We're on the four, the fifth one he's reading now to because we get the illustrated ones. And then we all went to bed and slept for like, we I think we were all asleep by eight. So it was great. And then the next morning, Indy woke up super early. I'm not sure why. Probably new space, like a little bit of light trickling in or whatever. And so I put her in the carrier and walked to the downtown area. And they met me. And we went to, the, like, the, one of the disappointments of the trip, I will say, because, like, one of the reasons we went back is for that bakery, the Visa Bakery. Mm-hmm. And they are, they're closed right now for, like, renovations. Mm. But they have a pop-up. So every day from 7 to noon because they're literally the only coffee shop in town. Mm. They, the restaurant, one of the restaurants has like a pop-up space. So they serve their coffee and like a very limited pastry menu. Uh, they just have like five things that they bake. And so I was like, I just wanted one of their croissants, but I will say they didn't have their croissants, but they had a buttermilk biscuit. Mm. And I have never actually had a buttermilk biscuit experience. <sighs> Because like, you know, gluten-free hardcore and then it was, and then it's like sourdough hardcore. Like I don't eat gluten unless it's fermented, but now I'm dabbling and I'm feeling good. My gut is well. And so I was like, I am getting it. So you get this, the flakiest biscuit I have ever had in my entire life with butter and jam. And I'm almost silver linings, right? Like I wouldn't have ordered the biscuit otherwise it was heaven. So we got our coffees and our pastries and we found a table that was, had been covered. The sun was out the second day instead of pouring, we ate our biscuits, sipped our coffee, cruised around town, and then walked from the town. You can walk down to the beach. So then we walked down to the beach and explored and it was lovely. And then another fun bit was like on the way home, we just, Indy woke up from a nap and she was fussy. So I was like, okay, let's pull over here. Plus my low back was kind of lit up from the day before I had kind of tweaked it. So we got out, walked around and we found the Clalalock, I think is what it's called, lodge in the Olympic National Forest. And we're like, now it's on our list of places to come back to. There's campsites and there's also cabins for like wintertime adventure. And it goes right down to the beach. And there was like a little market and they had like kombucha and good stuff in there. And then there's the lodge has a restaurant. So we, we sent a video to our friends locally and we're like, we're coming back here in March. We're going to get a cabin. And like, it was just so cool. And the sun was out and we went down to the beach and that was super duper fun. So, and then we got home and cleaned up. Rusty made a galette because we had leftover dough from Christmas. And where I'm at, like, I have like a four day mark where I feel like the pie crust is still good as new fermenting for four days. And yesterday was the four day mark. I'm like, this isn't going to waste. So I unloaded stuff, unpacked, he made a galette. And then we watched the wizard of Oz, Evie's first experience with the wizard of Oz. And it was fun. It was cool Aww. to sit down and watch that together. Also and epic. It, Maybe yeah. You're like on the epic movie train. I feel that way. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to be intentional about what we put on. We don't do a lot of cartoons anymore. I don't, I feel like that's all just like recycling old stuff. Like we watched, there's a new one called like strange world or something. And it's like another, you know, it's like the same animation as like Moana and all that. And I felt like it was like a lot of recycled. Like I feel like they even recycled some, scenes but like change the faces you know and it's like a lot of the same material and a lot of it I was just like I'm kind of over that kind of movie right now and I feel like Evie is too so we're doing a lot of like these old classics and it was it was super fun yeah and my back was like pretty flared from all the sitting and so I don't know what I did something on Monday I worked out it felt great and then I was just like hanging from a pull-up bar to get some traction on my spine and my low back just like zink so it was fine, but then like this three hour drive each way and like walking with Indian carrier on uneven ground yesterday morning. So anyways, so I was just like laying on the floor on a heat pack and it's actually so much better today. I get anxiety around sometimes if I'm not in an awesome headspace around it, I get anxiety when my body hurts because of 
trauma from like 2013 when I was in chronic pain. I get really, I get, I can get triggered. So I just had to like really slow down. I was feeling some anxiety last night and just like trust that it's, I'm going to be okay. I popped an ibuprofen, God forbid, and slept really, really well. And I woke up this morning feeling significantly better. So that is the latest. And then I'd love it. I'll share briefly, I guess my, since this is the first episode of the year, <laughs> I shared a little bit online as well, but my, I think all that plays well into my intention for, we do quarterly. So I'm not like a once a year intention or resolution setter. We do at every equinox and solstice. So for winter solstice, I've set my intention for the, for the winter, which it, the word is, my word is pause. And it's, it just kept kind of coming to me. And it stems from that, like, especially like this past, you know, the past God month or two, as I shared in our last episode with all the changes, like not moving to Lander and Rusty getting laid off and me, you know, pursuing full-time work with CrossFit. And there's been so many shifts and so many opportunities presenting themselves through, I believe, our intentional like manifestations over the past six months, especially. But along with that has come a lot of opportunity to like jump at opportunities, like jump at opportunities or to make really, really quick decisions based on like just a gut feeling, which I believe is important. But at the same time, there's so much power in pausing first. And I think for so many of us, this might resonate like the past couple years of like pandemic life, whatever, there's been so much reactivity and you hear something or you read something and you want to cancel somebody or you want to jump or you want to react or you want to be afraid or you want to be mad or you want to be divisive or whatever it is. And that's kind of a tan- like a side note of this, but it plays into it for myself included. So I really want to take winter and, and as often as possible, pause, you know, because, because there's no, there's nothing wrong with taking time to pause. Most of the time, an opportunity that presents itself, if you take time to pause versus like jumping at it or saying no right away or yes right away, like you'll get more clarity. And then also like leaning into pausing when it comes to just spending more time with the girls and like slowing down and there and realizing that there is time for pause. Me taking 10 minutes to like shut my computer no matter what I'm doing and sit on the ground with Indy or, and or Evie isn't going to set me back. <laughs> you know? And so that's just my, my word is just really kind of pausing, pausing to reflect, pausing to not be reactive, pausing to make decisions while like first checking in with myself, my gut, and then really deeply communicating with Rusty and our girls to, to move forward. And I, that played into a lot of our decision-making over the past month or two. I had this gut feeling that I didn't want to go, that I wanted to stay here, that I was falling in love with this place, but I didn't like immediately as I typically would do go to Rusty and say, I don't want to go. I sat with it for like a couple weeks before I even really brought it to the table with him because I wanted to really just pause. And that was so impactful for so many reasons. And, you know, he was having similar feelings and we just like sat with that. And then we came together and we communicated it to each other. And, and then we talked to the girls about it, you know? And so I just, I feel like there's so much power in pausing and I really just want to carry that into winter and create, turn it into more of like a habit and a, and a way of being that will hopefully carry into every every season after as well. So that's my word is I love it. Is pausing. I love it. I think it's going to be huge for you. Thank you. And I, I feel like I, I feel as though as well, like we have a lot of forward momentum right now in terms of like what, knowing what we want and diving into what we want. And like Rusty's word is, is commit or yeah, commit to, to like his passion and his gift and his craft as a trainer. And, you know, there's been a couple opportunities that have come to the forefront since his layoff or, you know, and, and as uh, together we're pausing on those and like allowing space for him to commit. And, you know, since, since making that intention, he's gotten more CrossFit seminars and, you know, there's just, there's more that's kind of presented itself. He gets to go down to, to Santa Cruz to do some more work with CrossFit. And so just really like, again, pausing to lean into his craft. He's gotten virtual he gets to teach a virtual kids course. And so just trusting that we're going to be okay. You know, it's a little bit scary. (laughs) And then also like for me, like, you know, moving forward with CrossFit stuff and then also my own business, I've been pausing a lot more when it comes to like the work that I'm doing and just trying to be more intentional and creating boundaries around social media and, and sharing and getting in that space and not just like opening the app just to be, to feel productive, but again, pausing more. And in that pause, I feel like I am more productive, you know? So anyways, that's the latest here. That's my intention for winter. Set a big fire on winter solstice and and we, you know, went around and just shared those and it, it felt good. And we'll reiterate that on New Year's Eve. We like to 
like burn paper <laughs> on New Year's Eve and like set, you know, kind of like things we want to like let go of from the year behind and things we want to like pursue more or lean into in the year ahead. So looking forward to that big fire and to celebrating our, our one-year-old, oh which is gosh. so wild. Do you have any yeah. plans or y'all just going to keep it low key? We, we're going to kind of like relive, not relive, but you know, very, very nostalgic Christmas or New Year's Eve last year, because that's when my water broke. And we did, I made my savory, my simple stew and a big loaf of focaccia and we ate that. And then we did the fire situation in the backyard and, you know, like setting intentions, writing down things we want to let go of from the year before. And then we came in and turned on Harry Potter and I'm laying there snuggling Evie and my water broke. And so I'm like, in the, I'm, I guarantee you my, our next catch up episode, I'm going to be a, probably a blubbering mess. My whole body has chills right now. I'm like on the verge of tears. Whew. <laughs> Yeah. It feels really big. You know, my baby's going to be one and it just, it's been such a wild year. And so, yeah, so we're going to kind of recreate that New Year's Eve and maybe, maybe that will be a new tradition for us. And then, you know, after having her at home at two in the morning, I had, we were supposed to have some friends over for New Year's day. And so I had and we were going to do sourdough sticky buns that have now been named Indie sticky buns. And so we'll have those and we're going to, she'll have her first sticky bun experience. So we're, we have a candle that we bought and we'll put a candle in it and just like sing to her. She'll get two sings and let her just have her way with a sticky bun and see what happens. And then I think we might do it. I, you know, I really love fire. We might go out to Salt Creek, which is like one of our favorite spots at the state park here. And there's a playground right by these like day use fire pits and it overlooks the straight. And so we'll probably, last time we went, it was so fun. Like Evie was pushing Indy on the swing. So I think we're going to go back there and maybe like Resting out, we'll have a toast to each other in our first year uh, with Indy in our world and, you know, just kind of rocking it, you know, ups and downs, of course, but, and we'll light a fire and just be around the fire and then we'll come home and sing to her. She loves pumpkin pie and same thing. We sang for her on her zero birthday. We put our midwife gave us a zero candle. We put in a pumpkin pie and sang to her at the table. And so we'll do that again. And then I'm going to, we'll do sourdough pizza and that'll be the day. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I feel like there's going to be a lot of emotion and taking time to pause has really created space for me to like really feel, you know, since Rusty's lost that job, it's like, I feel like I've had so much more space to feel. And so that's been really profound and I'm so grateful. I mean, we've talked about it a ton since, like, we're so grateful for that. It had to happen and I'm glad it got to happen before the end of the year so that we could have these couple weeks to like really just be and pause and lean into the fact that we have an almost one-year-old and like that life is taking us exactly, and we're leading life to exactly what we want, though it's a little bit scary financially, but we're going to be okay. So yeah, that's, that's the latest here. That's the intention. That's the, what's coming. I look forward to, and we're going to record this week, tomorrow, or we're going to, not you and me, Rusty and I are going to record okay. his version of <laughs> I was Indie's like, birth. wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his version gonna of be so birth fun. story to kind of, to air in the new year as a, again, kind of like tying up this, this first year. So that is what's going on here. How about you? What is your intention? What, is, what are you doing for New Year's? I would love to hear. Yeah, we are, first of all, really excited to see what 2023 holds for the Bruners. I think it's oh, going to be gonna great. Be and <laughs> I don't <You> know. Do. <laughs> I get, I think it's going to be good. I, our plans are, we actually, Actually, kind of not really last minute, but on a whim, decided that we're going to go, our mutual friend, Melissa, we're going to go to their house for New Year's Eve because the kids like we just never have like, they go to bed at like 830, you know, so like keeping them up at like nine and six at this point, like to midnight has never really been on our radar. And we're not going to do that this year either, but we've never really like celebrated New Year's Eve in like a family way with them. And to be totally honest, Tim and I do not stay up till midnight either. It's like, cool. Like, absolutely not. <laughs> no way. Just like, not, not going to happen for me. But this, this year, we're going to go over to Melissa's house. We're going to have a bunch of good food. We're going to do, because we can't do, well, even though our neighbors, actually, a lot of them do do fireworks. We're not supposed to do them in the city. So, but they live outside of the city. So they have different rules. And so we're going to actually get to do a few little fireworks and like some sparklers with the with the kids. I don't think they've ever done. I don't think they've, we've ever done like fireworks together. I think they've held sparklers like once in their lifetime. And Cammie burned herself. And so she, she still talks about it. Like, remember that time I burned myself with a sparkler? And so anyways, this will be a new experience for them. We'll get to hang out with Melissa's kiddos will have, I think we're going to do some like special cocktails using soju, which is like... I think it's like a Korean like 
spirit. And so BJ, her husband, is going to make us some like special drinks with that. And then we're going to make a French 75, which is like gin and simple syrup and lemon and like champagne or Prosecco, which is like super fun. So we're going to do that. And um, it's going to be low key because we all have kids who go to bed early. So we're going to do like an early New Year's Eve and then come home and be in bed, hopefully by a reasonable time. So that's our New Year's Eve plan, which I'm really excited about. feels really good. And in terms of like, I've been thinking a lot about this. Like, I've just been waiting to see if a word comes to me or like, you know, something with some clarity in terms of like that intention. And it's actually changed several times. And it's changed since we had our meeting yesterday because it's like, I think I had initially this idea that like 2023 was going to be this year of like just travel and fun and all this stuff. And it still can be that. But as a unit, as a family unit, one of the things that we talked about yesterday, Tim and I, was really getting serious about, we're getting into the nitty gritty here, but like our debt. And we don't have a ton. Like We have our house, our cars are paid for, but we have a lot of student loan debt because both of our both of our situations just required that we as individuals at the age of 18 took out a buttload of loans to go to school. And so we still have those and it's been one of those things that we've been kicking the can down the road for a long time and just really I feel like it's more about getting that off of our chest like just mentally. And so this year we decided was the year we're going to try and pay off our student loans and it's a significant amount. And so it's like one of those things where we we decided we're going to get pretty intense with our like finances and we are, I mean, we're great. We're excellent budgeters, but at the same time, I think, you know, it's easy. It's easy for us to overspend in certain categories just because we prioritize those things. And so we've actually kind of shifted our priority into just pretty much throwing everything that we have at this this massive debt. And so that kind of shifted, you know, in our in our talking, it was like, okay, well, we're gonna have to maybe sacrifice some of those fun things. And for a lot of for us, it was like maybe we're not gonna take all the trips that we wanted to. Maybe we're not gonna be able to do all the fun things that we wanted to do. But based on our plan, if we like if we kind of execute, we could potentially pay off our debt in like seven to eight months. So that still leaves a good chunk of the year to actually have some fun on the back end if we are able to kind of focus down. And so all that to say, I think I don't have a word, but I have a vibe. <laughs> Bear with me here. I dig it. I feel like that should be like a whole a whole mood. I don't have a word. I have a vibe. <laughs> I have a very distinct vibe that I can't really describe. <laughs> and I think it's like I still what I see for 2023 is I see a lot of growth and creation for me. Like I'm really going to lean into this food photography that I've been chasing and I have no idea what that's going to look like. And for someone who loves to plan, it's a little bit like, cause it's, it's a transition. It would be a transition to kind of put a lot of my focus and my business on, on food photography, a lot of unknown, but it feels really good. So I feel like I'm going to be leaning, able to lean into a lot of creative things in 2023. I feel like, you know, I feel like for the first time, I don't have this intense, like, need to be like, okay, like, we're going to get to the gym and we're going to do all these things and we're going to just crush 2023. I feel like, yes, I'm going to crush 2023, but it's not going to be through this, like, massive changing of myself. It's just going to be like, I just feel like the word that keeps coming towards me is consistency. It's just consistency in everything that I, like, that we have planned consistency in like tackling this, this debt consistency and nourishing myself. Well, consistency in moving my body. Well, consistency in showing up in my time with the Lord, like in the mornings and consistency with my, my kiddos just continuing to like pour into them and with Tim and I, and that feels really good and it feels doable and it feels like it's not anything that's going to require like this massive energy shift. It's just kind of like a mind, more of like a mindset shift for us. And for me, it'll be my 40th. I'll be celebrating my 40th birthday in 2023. And so that feels exciting. And so one thing that I, Tim and I both decided 
that I'm going to have a dry 2023 and I am not scared about it. I don't feel like I'm going to be missing out on anything. You know, there are like moments where I'm like, man, but I just really love, you know, a glass of wine or a cocktail. And that is true. But I just feel like it's something that I kind of want to try for myself. I've dabbled in, you know, sobriety here and there in 2022. I just feel like I've just been called toward to stepping into that a little bit more. I haven't shared a ton about this on the podcast, but you know, we both have a family history of alcoholism and that significantly impacted our life in a negative way, both both of us separately and and together. And not Tim and I per se, but like family history. And, you know, it's like over the year I've seen like the quote unquote data about how my body is affected by alcohol, even just one drink. And so I'm just going to lean into it and go with it. And that's what we're going to do. And that feels really good. And another thing that I'm going to lean into in 2023 is not using all the devices. (laughs) And I don't know, that probably doesn't make a ton of sense, but like, I think I'm going to stop with the whoop strap and, you know, all the measuring and all of the like tracking just all of it. And just, I feel like it served its perfect purpose. And I've gotten a lot more in touch with like myself and my body in many, many ways. And I know what to do and what not to do. And that feels really good. And I feel like I just want to like detach myself from those, those tracking, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know how to, how to describe it, but. Yeah. I think I, I just, I don't, I don't like them. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know how you feel about them. (laughs) Don't tell me how I feel, you little contraption. (laughs) You're wrong. (laughs) And I think, I mean, that's valid too for me. And we've talked about this on the podcast. Like I, as someone who has struggled to be like, quote unquote, in touch with themselves in all of the ways, it was necessary, I think, for me and my journey Mm -hmm. to, to work towards getting in touch with myself. Um, And it served its purpose. And now it's time to kind of like, do that, like get in touch with myself without a device telling me. And I, I feel really good about it. So that's awesome. I'm proud of you. Thanks. I, yeah, I just feel, I feel excited. I feel ready. I feel like when the kids go back to school, I've got some energy, but also one of the biggest things I'm going to have to learn in terms of like shifting my focus into food photography is that like, it's not all about doing, like I have to pause mm. as well. And I have mm. to think And I have to kind of like sit back and kind of wonder. And that's not my MO. I'm not a thinker. (laughs) I am a doer. I'm like going to have to resist the struggle to like fill every single second with like a to-do list of things. Mm -hmm. And so that'll be good for me. It'll be really, really good. So I don't know. I I feel like the vibe is consistency. The vibe is just showing up. And that's what I'm going to do. I hear I a little kiddo. <laughs> Evie, Evie said, my light's on. You want to come have a snuggle? I'm finishing up a recording with Auntie Jess. I love it. I love it. I love, I think, you know, it's, it's, it was interesting and, and insightful hearing you talk through that. Cause you're like, I have more of a, a vibe. And then, and then from, from my perspective, you know, and again, it was a whole year ago when we reflected last on New Year's mm-hmm. resolutions and whatnot, but you're, you having a vibe, it sounds so much clearer than you having a word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, sometimes you just need a vibe. You need a, a whole, <laughs> a whole situation versus like something that's so, so specific yeah. that it, it loses its power sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yours is a little bit more all encompassing and I, and I appreciate that. Sometimes, sometimes a word, I feel like for me, pause is all encompassing, mm-hmm. but for you, this, this, this vibe I can't just, I dig it. (laughs) It doesn't need a word, but I do like commit. I just, I I feel like it's commit is the vibe. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I, I don't know. I'm interested to see, I would love to hear our listeners as we wrap up. If y'all have a word or you have a vibe or you don't do any of that, or you do actual resolutions, we want to hear them. I just, I love hearing other people's like intentions for the year or the season or whatever. I just, and I get inspiration from it. It's like, oh, I never Mm -hmm. thought about that or I never thought about thinking about something in that way and so please reach out let us know yeah share on on Instagram comments and also let us know are you like a quarterly intention center or you like you go big with a vibe for the year or whatever your situation is we'd love to hear it absolutely I also want to know 
while I'm, while I'm requesting all the things that I want to know, <laughs> do you, it's interesting because I have talked to a few people about like, I know you and Rusty try and do this. I don't know if you'll have plans to do it this year, but like just having like a solo meeting. I know you've gotten mm-hmm. probably a lot of alone time in the car, not alone time, but you know what I mean? Like face to face time traveling, but like, are y'all planning on doing kind of what Tim and I did? Yes. I, I'm intrigued. Our, our, we have this wonderful gal named Kennedy from the gym and Indy's slowly, but surely getting more and more comfortable with her. So I, they're celebrating her sister's 21st right now, but I think in Nashville. So as soon as they get, so it's not going to happen like today or tomorrow mm-hmm. on the first necessarily, mm-hmm. but that week we really need to sit down. And we talked about that a ton, like having that time, just us to first of all, just be, it'll be daytime and we'll probably go get coffee and maybe go for a walk and just like, just talk. Cause we did, we get some, we get some car time, but still it's, you know, it's not the same as just like fully being alone. And I think it's so important. I think, you know, like I had mentioned before, it's like, I had this like whole plan for myself in 2023 and you can still have individual plans. Right. But like if you and your partner are not necessarily on the same page where I'm like, we're going to travel and we're going to spend all the money and do all the things. I mean, not that you have to spend money to, to travel like crazy money, but like, you know, like I had this whole vibe (laughs) that I had planned and we just weren't on the same page and that's okay. Like we've got to be on the same page or else it's Mm -hmm. not going to, it's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. And Russ and I, I think, for the first time in a long time, we're more on the same page of that, where I'm just kind of like, I'm not, I'm not like tired of traveling, mm-hmm. but, but I also like, we have financial goals. We, we mm-hmm. know we want to be here. We would like to buy a home and there's, there's so much nearby, like mm-hmm. on the drive out, you know, we're, we're like campsite there, lodge there that we, mm-hmm. we don't have to spend a ton of money to go camping an hour away, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm also kind of like a little bit, this is going to be maybe surprise some people, but like a little burnt out on like eating out. And trying all the new restaurants and everything. Like, I love it. But it's also expensive. And mm-hmm. we found a really good rhythm of cooking really, really good food at home. So my standards mm-hmm. are, it's they're a little unfair. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I don't like being disappointed by, mm-hmm. like, the food we got. This, this, not, the pizza was amazing. But then the place we got the cocktails, like, the first cocktail, the cocktail was d- incredible. And our, so our standards were lifted. And then the food was like, you know, mm-hmm. and so I, and I hate that. And then you leave and the bill is like a hundred plus dollars. You're like, what, what did we just, what did we just yeah. pay for? We, we could have made this at home. We have goals. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I love the idea of like packing our own delicious food and like going and just being in nature. That's the kind of travel we want to do this year. So I feel you on that. We just got, I mean, one of the huge beauties of Rusty working 10 months in a job that he didn't love, we paid off all of our debt. That is so yeah. Amazing. And we just never want to get back into it. And that I mean, is incredible. That's huge. <laughs> it feels, it feels really good. Things are tight. Like what we have, we don't have like a ton of savings built mm-hmm. up, you know, but we paid that off and it feels, I mean, we just have our pip in like our car payment, but aside from that, and so that feels huge. And I just, I want to keep this ride going and I want to be in a place where we're not stressed about money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, that's not a way to live. And there are, I'm not, there's th- certain things that are non-negotiable for me. Like I'm not going to cut the quality of my food. But I'm also, I don't need to eat out all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we can make meals at home really special. And with a very active, now pretty much walking baby, I would rather be at home and let her just like stand in her, in her play wilder, like standing stool thing at the table versus like put her in a car or a high chair and like have her be upset. And then, you know, so season shift, goal shift, and the things we find joy in can shift mm-hmm. too especially when you're in alignment with your partner to come full circle. Yes, we're going to connect. I'm glad you and Tim got that chance. And how cool that like you weren't aligned, but mm-hmm. in like a, how long did you sit and talk? Oh, it was hours, hours, <laughs> but in less than a day. <laughs> yes. Right? You, I mean, you initially were able to, like, right come, off the bat. Yes. Right yeah, off the like, bat. We were like, okay. Connect on yeah. that and then, you know, shift as needed. Yeah. So I just think that's so awesome. I'm proud of you. Thanks. And it gets me excited to sit down and talk with Rusty. I can't wait to hear about it. I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> All right, friend. I hear kiddos rustling out there. I'm sure ours are wanting breakfast over here as well. So thanks for this. And so just, great. Yeah, it's so great. And again, to our listeners, thanks for showing up for another year. Mm-hmm. And we're so grateful. We're so for grateful you. for you. Yeah, we really, really are. And this podcast isn't going anywhere. Like all the ebbs and flows mm-hmm. and shifts in life. And, you know, we're, we're each pursuing other work, but the podcast will, without a doubt stay and it it just it brings me so much joy so much joy so much grounding like Mm -hmm. in this whole process and sharing through here and yeah it's uh it's not going anywhere (laughs) whether you all keep showing up i appreciate if you do but if there's like two listeners we're still gonna sit here and talk (laughs) 
mean, it's essentially free therapy for me totally. from time to time. So yeah. And I, you know, I've gotten the therapy and I, my last session is going to be today, I think at least for a while, because we're shifting to like shifting insurance situations and then what's not going to be covered. And so I'm going to have to like, I'll still do it, but very mm. much fewer and further between. So I'm glad that we still have this podcast. I know. So I it's always, it always feels so <laughs> catharsis. Yes, cathartic. So <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, thanks everyone. Happy, happy, happy new year. We're happy grateful new for year. you. Woo. We'll chat soon. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. I don't know what to say. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Bye.